Hello, what's up? What's up, everybody? Bonjour, hola, all of that good stuff. Welcome to the one, two, three, fourth installment of Sparks and Pores podcast. I am super excited per usual. That's like my favorite phrase. But also just thank you for listening and for following and your support. It means so much. You all are like legit making dreams come true. So thank you. Um, I am your host, Jaleesa Dove. And Today, I am like interviewing my first artist, Ow, Ow, podcast, making big moves out here. (laughs) So I have DC's very own artist, and I say artist as a whole statement, you know, not just music, but also artists in life and culture and movement and everything. So without any further ado, uh, welcome Floyd. Yo, 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 yo. What's going on? I appreciate that. Those are kind words. I appreciate that. Uh, well. It means a lot. It's facts, you know? Only facts. Facts only. <laughs> so, uh, just super excited uh, you're, you know, that you're here and yeah. that you're experiencing the sparks and pours with us. I appreciate it. I'm a big fan. Hey! I'm a big fan of sparks and pours. Let me find out we got fans out there. Thank you. (laughs) Right. So let's get into the spark. So how was your day? Uh, Long. I can't complain. Um, I had a meeting in New York earlier today. So I woke up probably 4 or 5 a.m. and um, caught the Amtrak up to Manhattan and sat down and had a meeting about merchandise. Mm -hmm. And um, just marketing the promo for going forward for Crown. And then I came right back so I could be in time for this. Hey, that's what's up. So it was a good day. Productive. You definitely had a good day. <laughs> Shooting in different cities, getting business yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what were you about to say? No, I was going to say you got to. Uh, the infrastructure in D.C. isn't quite set up yet mm-hmm. to where um, it's profitable uh, right here. So we got to kind of stretch out and uh, expand the market. And then when they see that it's viable talent here, they'll come here. And then, you know, thus the infrastructure will be built. True. So that's definitely the definition of a go-getter. Yeah. Going fine. to get it. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's real shit, though. Like, yeah. just think if you would have spent your day here. I mean, granted, you know, you would have been working on your music or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, you would have just you been mean. here. I know, you know? You mean, yeah. So that's good that you got to get up to New York, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I know, you know, so it's a lot of good people up in New York, too. Shout out to all of my New York listeners. Yeah. I appreciate you so much. Well, I did the whole CD in New York. Oh. Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. I did the whole CD in Bed-Stuy. Shout out to Bed-Stuy right there. Do with that. Down the street. Yeah, right down the street <laughs> from where Jay-Z, uh, his projects and Biggie and them came up and and I walk them same streets every day to the bodegas and nice. to the um, to the Jamaican spots and the, the Cuban spots and man, it, it all it all it all really influenced me and helped me to put this project together. Damn, well that's what's up. Um, we're definitely going to get into some more of that because I'm <laughs> interested in that and also just how you felt when you were doing that too. Like you know, yeah, yeah. pretty sure you got some type of feeling. But before we get into um, you and your story. Uh, welcome home, Meek Mill. 
Hell yeah. Shout out to Meek. Shout out to Meek Mill. Meek Mill is out um, after serving what? It was like five months, I think. Yeah. For like half a year, something like that. Yeah, for some probation bullshit and violation. And, you know, I'm glad that he's out. I'm definitely glad that he's out. And I know a lot of people were like, okay, so now what about Pinky and Lil Dre and yeah. all of them? Yeah. But I guess that's our chance as community and you know activists to to do what we need to do to like get them out and to keep the word flowing because I, think I mean it's a good thing. I mean his case brought so much notoriety. His case brought so much attention mm-hmm. to a system uh that's been fucked up, that's right. been corrupt, uh epidemic that's been going on. Hell, when I got locked up two thousand fourteen mm-hmm. and they gave me a quarter million dollar bond. I didn't kill nobody. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't hold <laughs> quarter million. <laughs> a quarter million? That lady said quarter million. And I told the man, listen, let me just get my food. <laughs> Send me to my, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm yeah. not giving you no money. I bet mm. you got me. Right, yeah. You me. I'm gone. I'm done. I'm now, I don't got 250, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. This is a predicament. That, and I, so I had to sit in jail mm-hmm. uh, probably to the next month when we had a, a hearing. And they reduced it, and that, but this is what happened. And I was lucky, lucky to get the reduction, mm-hmm. the, the bail reduction, because most people don't get these opportunities. And, and a lot of people say, even what they reduced mine to, what if I couldn't afford that? What if my family couldn't afford that? I still would have been in jail, yeah, awaiting trial. You know, while they build up a case, while they do whatever. Right. And this is what happens with black men, uh, and daily men of color. I don't want to say black men because Hispanics go through it like hell too. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, and we so we all we all brothers and we all united in this fight. But hopefully the meek situation. I mean, you seen it? The uh, Philly Sixers president, the CEO, right. picked them up exactly he, from the from, from, from jail. jail. Flew him in a helicopter. Right, that was wild. Had the barber in the in the in the room waiting for him. Like got him a fresh outfit. Yeah. So it's like, man, you know, with shit like that happening, the notoriety and attention, it was on CNN and me got out. Right. As soon that's that's how I knew. I actually got an alert on my iWatch. I was like, oh. Meek Mill is going to be released today. Like, (laughs) that's beautiful. Yeah. Just that morning, and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that just that morning. The uh, the Alabama shooter for right. the Waffle House, he got a $2 million $2 bond. million. Dollars. And he killed and four people and injured six. So how does he get it. how does he get eligible to leave and come home? Right. And a guy who was popping willies is forced to be in jail for some shit he may or may not have done. Right, because he was never convicted nah, of it, I mean, right? Had, the guy who locked him up was just recently found to be a dirty, crooked cop. Well, boom, and there you have it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And what they said was he he tried to he pointed a gun or some shit at the cops. Mm-hmm. Meek has always said he never even had no gun. Meek, and who the fuck pulls the gun on the cops? Nobody I fucking know. Right. No matter like, how yeah. tough or G, what not? No, unless nah. they try to. Now, unless it's a, like another situation. Like I'm shooting at you, they trying to shoot at you type of yeah, thing. Then maybe I gotta protect but... myself, maybe, but. At the end of the day, nobody's like actively looking to assault police officers. We know what that come with. Exactly. We've seen that. Yeah, so God bless him, man. You know, Meek home and Yeah. Well, we seen him with his son last night. That was yeah. most important. His city love him. His city city held him as as a king and um That it was it was definitely a good feeling. I was just happy for him because I mean, he was in there on some bullshit. But with all of that said, like 
you know, I do hope that people who are in power and people who have some influence, like, look out for everybody else who was locked up on some bullshit. You know, like, kind of what Jay-Z did with... um, Khalif Brower, yeah. But Meek should have always out there. Meek should have mm-hmm. always been fighting that fight. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't concerned with that. He was concerned with the flashy lifestyle. Right, that's bitches. very true. Popping Willie's. That's and shit. it. He really wasn't concerned with reforming justice mm-hmm. uh, systems. And then when they came back and get and got his ass, now he's like, oh no, I'm I am on CNN with Don Lemon right yeah, now. Yeah. Like we gonna talk about this shit for real. But that's. That's yeah. good because I guess, you know, in life, you go through things that, yeah. you know, help you to change and help you to see and help you to grow. So hopefully, wake up call. you know, yeah, wake up call. So hopefully he will be that higher power, that person be. influence. I think he will be before he went in and it was only half a year. But you talking about he had another he had, he had got back on top with the music because right. he had failed. Yeah. Everybody was fucking with him with the with the Drake shit. Mm-hmm. It was bad for him. Right. He picked he that C D was good. His the, last um, show, which one you the, talking about the one with, with the red cover of uh, Oh is it Dreams and Nightmares? No, it's not Dreams and Nightmares. It's um Oh, whatever uh, the last joke was. gonna kill me. Yeah, the one with cool. Swiss. Yeah, and... yeah, I mean it was a hell of a top to bottom. Yeah, he that was a good album. Nikki. Definitely, he broke up with Nicki. Yeah, and he was finding himself. Mm-hmm. Ah, and then you start seeing him do shit like run up on Safari. Right. You start seeing him do shit. I mean, just reckless shit. Yeah. And I get it because when you was down and out, everybody laughed at you. Right. Now you back up, so now you want to say fuck Improve y'all. Yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the king. Right. Ah, you gotta slow down. Yeah. You know these people ain't playing with you. They not playing fair. And one thing about it, I think now he understands that, and I think now he realizes his purposes. I mean, people all over the world was rooting for this kid to come out. Everybody. We all want. Everybody. Just that morning, I I posted something saying free meek. Right. And I'm not even really a huge meek fan, but it's like fuck y'all get a little boy too. Two million dollar bomb. We got that over right. here. Right. We like, let me pay it. Like, <laughs> I got, got it. That. He got it. Like, so, I mean, they can know, pay it for me and I can loan it. All of that about, shit. What, yeah. 29 years old, something like that. You talking yeah, about Yeah, Meek is definitely. Yeah, Meek is definitely. And this shit happened when he was 18. Right. That's what, that's what like I don't that. understand. Like, literally a decade ago, and you yeah. all are still trying to pin that on me. And as you get, like, I'm totally not the same person. Helping out my community. Right. Looking out for people. Like yeah. I'm pulling myself away from that. It's a reason a why they love that boy in Philly, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I seen it. I've been to Philly and I seen it firsthand. I never seen a city embrace their one of their star. It's almost like Ti with Atlanta when he was young, right? Or Jeezy or, or like Jay Z in New York. I mean, just goddamn, man. Philly loved that boy and um, mm-hmm. he do a lot for Philly and and, and we miss that here as DC as Washingtonians. We don't have a representative who who does that, so you don't think Wale does that? Nah, no, I, I don't have nothing against him, but I'm just saying what I see Meek doing for Philly, yeah, is different than what I see a lot of people doing. I mean, he represent he not he at every game, mm-hmm. he at every event, he front row, he he giving back to the to the people, mm-hmm. he out in every community, community, yeah, I've and it's not just for photo op shit. He's actually it ain't just when he need a hit record. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
other people you might see them come around when they need that cosign from their city. Right. When they need it, when they need a song on the radio. <laughs> hey, hey guys, take a picture real quick. Yeah, come on. By the way, yeah, uh, single dropping next Monday. Yeah, Listen to yeah, that. yeah. You can't I, can't. I can't take it serious, and that's right. I've been a lot of places, lived a lot of places, and seen a lot of people do that shit. Mm-hmm. And Meek is genuinely a Philly dude, and they love him for that, man. He, you know, they ain't had nothing like that since Allen Iverson or Bing Siegel. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I'm I'm definitely glad. I just, you know, I definitely hope things go up from here for him, you know, and Hell that yeah. he does get into the, you know, justice reform and he starts to have a voice out there, you know, just because of his situation. I think he will, inshallah. I think he will. Yeah. But someone who uh, whose voice lately has been very confusing. So your man's Kanye West. Uh, <laughs> um, because I was just uh, like, sometimes I'm with Kanye because, you know, that whole Gemini thing. And, you know, we can do, we can be a little unorthodox, but it's greatness. Yeah. And he, you know, he definitely gives that sometimes. But when he started tweeting about Trump, Trump and yeah. how he was siced about his hat getting signed, and I was just like, I think, so... Ka- I think, I think Kanye fucking with niggas, man. You think so? I think Kanye fucking <laughs> with niggas, and I think when this shit all said and done, he gonna be on Trump ass. I just think he's an evil genius, and we never like when Kanye. That we never paid attention to. No, we pay attention, but we always get him too late. Like when Kanye did the Blueprint. Okay. Which is such a great album. That's like one By of my back, favorite Jay-Z Rewind before Blueprint. When Kanye did The Fix, uh, Scarface, it really brought Scarface back from the dead. Mm-hmm. 2001. 2000, 2001. I mean, nobody was checking for Scarface. The next thing you heard was, guess who's Bazak? Still smell the crack of my clothes. God okay, damn. This was Scarface, man. And he I actually this, did like that song. No, this that whole was, album yeah. on my block, everything is everything. Believe This is all Kanye. Block? This is all Kanye. Not to mention he takes Lauryn Hill's backup singer, mm-hmm. John Legend, and makes him a star. In the same breath, he's doing Blueprint. In the same breath, Beanie Siegel first out. All this in the same breath. Then he goes and finds Common from a milk carton. Wasn't nobody checking for Common? Since he's Not wearing, a milk carton. Nah, yes, fuck it. I mean, not love Common, but wasn't nobody yeah, checking for yeah. him? He's wearing crochet hats. Because <laughs> I'm going to be on some real shit. I rem- distinctively remember being at my grandmother's crib, watching yeah. BET Cedar's World, and every time I don't, don't, don't the light joke? came on, I was like, that song he had about Eric Badu. Right. I was or the like, joke I he had with Mary show. J. Blige when they was doing sign language in the movie. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, come close now. That, that was tight. Yeah, that come joint close was to me. Hey. Alright. Right, yeah. But Kanye brought him back mm-hmm. to life. Mm-hmm. And then all of this is before he's an artist. Right. He a legend before he say one word on a song. He was definitely doing the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he cha- he continuously changes, and, and, and it is something I'm getting to here. Okay. But he continuously changes the game when he did Yeezy. He was, I mean, Yeezus. Everybody hated it. Yeah. But now all these little weirdo singer, rapper, mm. rock star niggas is doing what? Blending everything together. Just like he True. did with Yeezy. I mean, definitely each album that Kanye has dropped he's has de- a, is something different. Definitely something different. I but, 
Man, this man is advocating for violence against your people, dog. I you can't sit. You can't. If there's a punchline in this joke, it gotta come soon. It needs to come soon because I'm I'm confused. I don't know where his head is right now. I like know he, where his head whole is. Sunken place. No, thing. Like, he, I think he need to go back. And he plan, I think he, he, he needs to go back. Funny about the sunken place. He like he laughing and joking, but I honestly think. And Kanye is here. He knows. He got the crackers. Definitely. He knows he got the niggas. He's trying to find a way to be the one to bring the two worlds together. Like he's not mm. saying he's really not saying. I don't know about <laughs> I don't know about the uniting because there are definitely times where I feel, oh, this is for us. Yeah. Boo boo. For us, by us. And I don't think that, I mean, like, legit, I was at the Kendrick concert, like, I better not hear nobody. I better not hear nobody, Pilgrim. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just- that last, but his last CD was incredible. Like, that Ultralight Beam and all. Oh, yeah, The Life yeah. of Pablo is. Yeah, he's I incredible, love that joint. man. Front to back. Yeah, he's like, fucking incredible. But. But he'd be off the rocker sometimes. We can't. I hope he's joking about this. Trip I shit. hope he's joking. This is the man that gave us crack music. This is the man that said, you know, George Bush don't care about I mean, black this, people. Yes, where is that? Kanye need to start wearing polo. I don't again. think it's that. I, I don't. I mean, his life is different. <laughs> and so, to him, I honestly feel like he is in where Michael Jackson was at. Mm. Y'all gotta follow me. Like so, <coughs> Mike, he wasn't trying to be white. It's the man who said they don't care about us, you know? Mike knew he was a black man. Okay. Mike was saying, I, it's, more than, it's more than just the black race for me. It's the human race. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason Martin Luther King got Because instead of addressing the civil rights issues, Martin started to address... Uh, international issues. He started to address the war in Vietnam. Right, and they didn't the like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They told they him, hold like, the fuck up. Back long, to the civil rights. As long as you talk about little niggas rights, right. eating, in the, <laughs> eating in the restaurants, we cool. Right, now you but care now too But now you don't went too far. Right, you And they came to much. him when he, they came to Martin Luther King. See, I'm giving you game. They came <laughs> to Martin Luther King when he was in Jamaica writing his book. And they tried to deter him. They said, listen, the war in Vietnam is almost over. And this, this, this shit I'm t- telling y'all is coming straight from James Bevel. Now, you research James Bevel. James Bevel was the man right next to Martin who discovered Jesse Jackson. Mm-hmm. This is the guy who Common played in the movie. So he say Martin, just, when they came to him, they basically said, listen, the war almost over. Just don't say nothing about it. Right. Don't mention it. Don't go on this poor people's campaign. Look, just... Do what you do. We got this. We're going to reel it in. Mm. The war almost over. And Martin refused to do that shit. Because he was starting to think like Malcolm was thinking. Nobody talked about that. That's why every time you hear uh, Martin Luther King, that they talk about that I have a dream shit. Mm-hmm. When he was 30, whatever years old. But by the time he was damn near 40, he was more radical than they ever seen. And he, you know, listen to his last speech the day before he died. He said, I'm not going to make it with y'all. Yeah. He's saying, I don't want to die a martyr. I want to live. But I know they're going to kill me. Mm-hmm. So listen, this is what we got to do. He letting niggas know he died the next day. Mm. Shit's crazy. So I hope Kanye had... I hope that's where Kanye at. I think that's where he's at. I think everybody thinks I'm batshit crazy for believing <laughs> in that. But I just... I feel like, I feel like somebody greatest Kanye, the way he was brought up with his mother... 
and all that. I don't, he came up under the rock, J and M, you know. Yeah, but I mean, he don't. I mean, is he's not that same person anymore? Like you say, like Kanye's changed. I don't want to believe that. Kanye's changed. This is not. Do you believe that? What that he's changed? Yeah, yeah, definitely. For real, you bought into that? I, I That's believe the he's changed. I believe he's changed. Right. I mean, you might be right. But see, because the thing is, his environment has changed. Because I mean, the, the fuck him and Jay were just Damn. beefing a minute ago. You're like right. they right. just got good. You You're know right. what I mean? So I just feel like his influences. I mean, like, you, don't don't tip the OJ scale nah, now. You're right. You're <laughs> don't right. tip to the OJ scale. I think I'm for just me, I when just... it comes to Kanye, I remember mm-hmm. being in high school. <clears throat> and me and my father lived in this small-ass studio apartment efficiency jump. Right on Pennsylvania Avenue. We was, yeah. You know, we didn't have no money, man. And I got expelled again. Kill. And God damn it, 2000, this is 2004, the first he came out. And just sitting in that fucking efficiency, listening to, uh, you know, I've been working the the grave. Sh- what the, the fuck, that man? That spaceship is so Come real. Come on, yeah. It's so real. I mean, shit, that song applies today. Dude, the wise, the whole CD. <laughs> the whole joint. And you talk about being in a situation that, where you feel like, your motherfucking Come on, man, I was bagging up to that joint. Get him high. <laughs> Get him bagging up to Get that Get him high. <laughs> and, but All really, puns my favorite song on that joint was the last joint when, um, um, when he got Jay-Z and him talking about <laughs> His Man, whole story. Fuck, fuck Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> oh, that album. World, Kanye, yeah. Kanye, just mean, reel, reel it in for us, man. Like, I, think Kanye, <laughs> I, I think he just fucking with us. I don't think. All it, right. I think he just fucking with us. I think we got to give um, our geniuses the space to be geniuses. All right. And just wait it out. All right. Um, you know, because, because you're the guest. <laughs> you got to wait it out. <laughs> Because you're the guest, and I'm you connected to Kanye. Kanye. Hell, I'm not gonna get. I, I no, I, no. I was listening to the Life of Pablo last it's week. Incredible. Folding clothes, like ultralight beam is. God I mean, damn, it, man. It, it does something to me. I'm just saying, reel it in, Kanye. Reel yeah, it in, you like stop with these. Trump like, Trump like, Trump let's tweet. let's get it together, but I Kanye. He, I think he knows that people know. Yeah, you know, I think he like. I think he's aware. I think he's fully aware. Of what the narrative is about him, and he's fucking with us. That's, right. that's, I, I honestly think that, and I pray for that <laughs> because <come laughs> if on, not, man. then yeah, shit. we can't have no more. Right? Kanye done turned into a zombie, Tiger like Woods, like man. those like those raccoons in Ohio. Yeah, we need Kanye, <laughs> man. We need Kanye. What we do? We did, need him. Did, did you hear about the the zombie raccoons? No, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like the second PCP? <laughs> Raccoons smoking boats. That's <laughs> <laughs> a fact. <laughs> DC. <No. man. laughs> DC raccoons are smoking boats. That's, That's not good. That's not good. Don't do that. What's raccoon. a zombie raccoon? No, so it was this guy in um, Ohio. He was walking his dog or whatever, and he said a raccoon. <laughs> Stood up on his hind legs and like was like showing his teeth or whatever and just like looking at the human like yeah what's up like like and then he said that he fell over like fell back and he didn't move at all. 
This is in D.C.? This <coughs> wasn't in D.C. It was in Ohio. Oh, fuck. So man. they're calling them zombie raccoons. Hey, man. <laughs> what the fuck, man? No. Shit, man. That would be ridiculous. That would be ridiculous. Zombie raccoons. I don't raccoon. go nowhere. There ain't no one from raccoons. But, uh, yeah, they're the worst. Them and possum. Like, ew, rodents. I seen a groundhog the other day. Where? Anacostia possum. <laughs> <laughs> doing, doing. I was just what? out. I was out there meditating, man. And um, <laughs> <laughs> you just, <laughs> yeah, I was out there. Here you are on your home. Nah, well, more home. like um. Oh, and okay. I, <laughs> I was looking at the planes and shit. You know, I'm a sentimental guy, man. Over here, <laughs> you start to. I mean, listen. For real, dog. You start to you start to look at shit like yeah. like part of my process now is more like um Damn, when I was young I used to love Kit Kats. Really? So every once in a while I go get me a motherfucking Kit Kat. Give me a break. To take me back. Legit, give me a break. Just this is who I am. Why would I well, cause I'm older, I don't eat candy. Like mm-hmm. I don't eat, I don't really eat candy. But fuck. I go have a Kit Kat cause it still make me feel like I'm yeah. Eight again. You definitely. know what I'm saying? Reese's have that, that same effect on you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh see what I'm saying? Gosh. You need that type of. We got to. Yeah, we got to keep putting that stuff inside of us because otherwise we start getting old and jaded and we start, you know, you only as old as you feel. Yeah. You know, so you start talking about, oh, I'm. You could be 30 years old. So I'm 30 years old. Right, I'm old as shit. Just relax. Nah, we're, we're young out here, but yeah. 30 is on some mature shit. Because I know 60-year-olds is <laughs> like, man, young buck, you know what I'm saying, young blood. Da, 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 da. And you say to them, they live the whole, your whole lifetime times too. Right. We can't, you know, we got to just give ourselves a break. I do shit like keep my baby pictures around. Yeah. You know, <laughs> anything, man, just... Remind yourself, you know, like, just live your life, Of the man. good times. Yeah. Thinking of the good memories. Speaking of which, what is, like, your first, you, like, what's your first memory of music? Damn, that's a good one. But <laughs> for me, it's easy. Like, so my father was a musician. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, like, on Sunday mornings, now, he wasn't, he wasn't around all that much. He was coming and going. But on like a Sunday morning when we finally got a little house mm-hmm. right around Gold Road, and I would I I remember like you would leave out come out the room, and my mother might be cleaning up. So you know, I think well, black mothers they had to you know, potch the windows up okay. just a little bit. Okay. Let that sun come through. Okay, blinds are open. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She had the potpourri or something. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But my father, he was a musician. He played mm-hmm. the saxophone. He'd be might he might be standing in the sunlight. Ooh. Playing some shit on the saxophone, man. And, um, that shit. That shit for me, you know, that shit's something I never forget because, you know, one of his favorite things to play was uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Mm. Man, if that ain't a metaphor for life. And back then I didn't know, but I felt every note. And it was just good. Like, I didn't see, I didn't see a whole bunch of family, family, family type shit. Mm Mm-hmm. As far as, you know, mother and father and shit like that. But to that dynamic 
was important for me. And so you go from there and then uh, my aunt Bianca, she was a huge, huge Marvin Gaye and Bob Marley fan. Uh-huh. And the last poets, huge. So I listened to endless shit with them and my big cousins were huge Tupac fans, huge. I listened to every Tupac freestyle rap song album uh you know my uncle jay he was a huge prince fan mm. and he had albums like mm. hundreds of albums in his basement and i would just you know vibe out so i just always been into that shit and then um when napster came around in 1998 man every song Every artist you could think of, everything they ever did was right there available to us. Right. And so, um, I mean, these are just my earliest memories of consuming music. Mm-hmm. And then wanting to be, you know, I always say um, Tupac made me love rap, but Lil Wayne made me want to rap. Oh, okay. But Lil Wayne came out, he's, you know, 12, 13. Right. So you got to think I'm right behind him somewhere around nine, eight years old. Mm-hmm. Shit, this motherfucker just about as old as I am. And he ain't corny like Bow Wow with Romeo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get your sound out. Yeah, I didn't want to be on that wave, man. I was looking at Wayne like, shit. <laughs> the and block was, is hot. Come on, man. He wasn't cursing or nothing at first. He look, I don't curse, but in this verse, man, fuck the world. Man, when I heard that shit, I said, I could do this shit. Mm. And so, um, then my, then my early memories of music, man, you know. Nice. So, really quick. So, tonight, for the poor, we are drinking... Do say. Hey. Shout out to Jay, man. You know, I'm really on this Rock Nation thing. Right. I'm trying to manifest it. Shout out to Tax Stone and Casanova. They gave me my bottle, first bottle of Ducey, uh maybe two years ago. Oh, uh, sweet. Free Tax Stone. We're going to try to fill a void. Definitely. Free text on another podcaster. Definitely. Yeah, Great yeah, podcaster. Yeah. And success to Casanova. I see you out there. So it's Duce, ladies and gentlemen. And the next time that you buy Duce, just look at the bottle. Just, <laughs> just. <laughs> you like the bottle? The bottle is very nice. It's very elegant, right? It's, it's very nice. Like, it, it's it's simple. It's chic. You know, it's 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 detailed very nicely. I'm tr- I'm trying. I see to, what he did there. Yeah, I'm trying to be on the do. I'm trying to do all like uh, like Jay said, man. Like you know, we gotta really empower black companies and black Definitely. businesses. You know, so you know, fuck. It, I love Hennessy, but this is cool too. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, Duce is, is, is definitely nice. Some people like it definitely a lot better than Hennessy. To be honest with you, they do. Do you like it <laughs> they, better than Hennessy? You can be honest. Hennessy black. I like exactly like there's different types of Hennessy. Like right now, the Hennessy that is at the top of my list is white. For real, yeah, definitely. Because when I had that, I was like, my word. You was um out of out of state, out of the country, right? Definitely went to Jamaica and got that jump. And I was Damn. Did you drink it in Jamaica? Didn't know. I I smirk. Okay, okay. You did Jamaica in Jamaica. Yeah, I did Jamaica in Jamaica. Jamaica. (laughs) Uh yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jamaica. Jamaica. Which part of Jamaica was you at? I was in uh (laughs) Saint Anne. So when I went to Jamaica, um I went with a native 
of the country, yeah. uh, or of the island, rather, or whatever. So, whatever um, so when I went, like, we were in St. Anne, like, we had rented a house there, but we went to, we went to St. Catherine, like, in the gully is what they yeah, call it, yeah. where there's literally, the like, winding roads, like, you gotta be careful when you're driving Shanty up town. that drive. Yeah, like... Like, where's the water? Legit. Like, for real. Everybody got a machete. Went to a bike show in Kingston, which was... Gangster. A Sean Paul video. A motherfucker... No, it was a uh, a Buju Bantan video. Was you nervous? I wasn't nervous. I was... was, Because you're a female. You know they ain't gonna I was excited, but the whole time, I was being... Like legit stared down. Okay. And I feel like it was somebody be- wants some action. Well, not that, but just because you. I mean, from you Attract know, being what? Yeah. Attract okay. Female, you dog skinners, Jamaica, and you, I'm and I'm I'm a bald you woman. Might as well like be from they've there. never seen anything like because exotic don't you know exotic so. and foreign don't have to mean light skin with Spanish. No. That could mean. Uh, just different than what they seeing around that motherfucker. Right, absolutely. And he got that bald head, you know. So boom, attractive. And they say, okay, that's exotic right there. Right. Especially yo. Well, now I know but you it, on fire with Wakanda. I it know was. You, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Wakanda forever jokes. Wakanda, Wakanda forever. Uh, not jokes. More, not yeah, more, more passion. So, yeah, more so like <laughs> more so yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know, when, when I saw, especially like a lot of the people I know, when I saw Wakan, uh, Black Panther, I thought and you. I was, yeah, you know, that All type right, of nigga, stuff. Get the hell out of my face. Right, exactly. Pretty That's much. Good. No, I like it. I love what Black Panther did for us dark skinned people. I'm dark skinned myself. Yes, it and, definitely. Um, uh, we never seen us like that up there. No. Ever. No. And I was, I almost shed a tear. It was two white kids sitting next to me. Oh yeah, and for me to see them, see us mm-hmm. like that was very important for me. Because yeah. I know how his father see us, I know right. how his big brother see us. Yeah, I know how his mother see us. You know, so I, I'm happy that he see us as a hero. You know, yeah, and just fly because we fly, we the fly shit. <laughs> Definitely. We are. It's just a fact. <laughs> we are everything. <laughs> we are that. Everything they want to be, we are. But, shout out to everybody. Yeah, shout out to everybody. Be yourself. Speaking of which, how do you differentiate yourself from all the other rappers out here? I don't look or, at I mean, not, excuse me, not even rappers, but artists. All the other artists. Yeah, but I don't really look at it like that. Like No comparison. Yeah. I mean... <clears throat> I just I just do my thing, man. Like, you know, I definitely see what everybody doing, and a lot of people doing a lot of things to get them a lot more looks. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you try to figure out which direction you want to go, man, it's it's hard to it's hard to lie and say you don't consider. Uh, turning up in this direction or doing more of that in that direction for the looks. Right. But at the end of the day, you just got to, you know, do what's, do what you feel like is, is right on your end. And um, where I'm at with it right now, I think we in a good space, man. I think um, 
I think right now we're making a lot of headway, a lot of headway, and it's space for everybody to do everything they're doing. Like, mm-hmm. man, and you ain't gotta be nobody else. You can be your motherfucking self, and I and I always been there. Definitely independent artists, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's like some of the challenges you face? I mean, you're doing everything on your own. Like Absolutely. you said, you were in New York today. Right, right, right. Well, that's the child. I mean, these are the challenges. Like. Shit, you can only do but so much at, at, at one time. But when mm-hmm. you, when you have more and more, like you know, when people got like a card, you look at a Cardi B, it's so crazy. People are judging, they they judging Nicki Minaj's new songs, and they said, well, they ain't tighter than Cardi B songs. Cardi B got thirty writers on her song. <laughs> what are you talking about? Mm. Nicki is writing, coming up with the hook, doing the singing, doing all that shit. You talking about a girl? Cardi B got a whole machine behind her. Nicki record label is in shambles because the boss ain't getting paid. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? How can you compare? And at the end of the day, you know Cardi can't fuck with Nicki Rapper. So what are we even talking about? You mean freestyle-wise? I don't give a fuck any style-wise. <clears throat> Cardi <clears throat> is not fucking with Nicki. She can't touch Nicki. With a motherfucking ten foot pole. I think that they both have their own style. I think that you know they both you know have something to offer, something different. Like Cardi definitely got some bangers, and Nicki definitely got some bangers. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Uh, I definitely feel like you know they they both are good in their own right. I don't know. I think people just want to, at some point, at some point you become the villain, man. You become the bad guy. You've been the, you've been the main guy for so long. At some point you say, fuck it. You know, not even you say it. The public say it. Yeah. The public at some point say, I'm tired of seeing Floyd Mayweather win. I'm tired of seeing Muhammad Ali win. I'm tired of seeing Mike Tyson. They want to see you get knocked out. <clears throat> they want to see you lose. They want to see Tupac die. He keeps surviving. They want to see him die. Mm. That's how this world is. So, you know, for Nicki Minaj and for Cardi, anybody could have really... They they was just... We love Cardi, but we know Cardi's not fucking with Nicki for real. Like, you got to know Remy's not fucking with Nicki for real. For real? I'm so high, I stay in the cockpit. If anybody else said this type of shit, we would... Throw them out. We would throw them out. If anybody <laughs> else said this shit. Shout out my man. man. <laughs> For the awkward interruption. <laughs> you got his head done finally, y'all. If anybody, <laughs> they so geek for somebody to fuck over Nikki or whoever. But it's just, it's you know... Y'all cut the shit. Y'all know Remy ain't fucking with Nicki. Y'all know Cardi ain't fucking with Nicki. Um, That's why I don't even like when you ask me about comparing myself to rappers here. Come on, man. <clears throat> and I can only say when Crown come out, I don't know if by the time y'all hear this, Crown to be out or whatever, but all I can say is that there's a difference. Absolutely. You, you know, it's a difference in each and every artist. They say you can't that, compete that, if you can't compete. That's what makes compare. them them. But I mean... We won't be able to tell who is able to fuck with who until 
the individuals get together. Everyone comes together. On one song? No, I don't mean on one song. I mean, like, in an actual... Like, I mean in a battle rap. Like... Everybody put their projects together. You want them to battle? <coughs> yes, well, so I want first, battle rap. Cardi's the first one I so want far. battle rap. I want battle rap. I want them to go up against, like, that whole... <laughs> I want them to take it back. Shout out to Babs Bunny. I want them to take it back to Queen of hmm. Queen of the Ring. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Queen of the Ring. I want to see that that rap battle. That's what I want to happen. I, um, That's how we'll know who's able to fuck with who. Do but you I think, think one of them can top Nicki rapping wise? Honestly. I know we get all. We'll see. This is no, 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 no. We're okay. no. This is awesome. Okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, as for, we'll see. This is the thing. I've never. I haven't heard Cardi freestyle yet. <laughs> she came. That's no. You think this is an accident? Why you haven't heard her rap on live? You think this? You think that's a mistake? You think, <laughs> you think that's not somebody at Atlanta? Whoa, 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 no, you not. No, bitch. Whoa, reel that in. Bring that back. Are you crazy? Cardi ain't say. Look, Cardi used to talk a mile a minute. Cardi ain't saying nothing in the interviews now. Oh, you know, uh, kill. She uh, does talk. She, she does barely talk. talking. No, she I saying. Mean, no. I'm, I'm saying now. They they Look. keeping that shit to a minimum. Bitch, don't bring up Nikki. Don't bring up nothing. Don't fuck the money up. Don't talk about him cheating on you. Look, I just feel like Rodney King right now. Can't we all just get along? I think so. I think so. But see, the problem is, I think Nicki kept it to 1,000. Like, like she just, when she put these songs out, she did that Zane Lowe interview. And she kind of was just being honest. Like, man, y'all know what it was. Y'all know I ain't going this bitch. Right. And y'all let it make it, y'all made it look like I did to make the album sales go up. That's corny. Because at the end of the day, you... You know, Cardi probably been signed to QC. Shout out to QC. So it was all about pushing the song forward at the end of the day. Mm. For them. And and Nicki know that. And they made her look like the bad guy for sales and streams. Uh, I guess a lot of lyrics now make sense. Chun-Li. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had a rap beat? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had my fair share, but it ain't you know. I, fuck, you know, on a global scale, nobody would know and nobody would give a fuck. But <laughs> no, I'm just saying right care. now. I'm just saying right now. Like in ten years, when the world know who I am, then yeah. it's a different conversation. But for right now, yeah, like I come up in this shit. You know, the freestyles at the cafeteria table. And, and shit like that. And then the more success you have regionally, you get people that initially was on your side and on your team. Now they feel some sort of way. They want to take a little shots. So you you reply and you respond and you, you act accordingly. But mm. yeah, I think I'm at my shop. is uh, swole right now. So I mean, thus far. So as I'm, far as Chun-Li. Yeah, as far as just being there to take a motherfucking head off with this shit. Yeah. Yeah, because I do a lot of storytelling. I do a lot of uh, anthems and this and that. But we can still go bar for bar with whoever. Yeah. In the city. And, and not just in the city because that's such a small-minded thing. But home is home. And you got to take care of home. Definitely. And I take care of home. 
I was uh listening to uh so LMD that was your first album. Love Money Drugs. It wasn't the first, but it was um or, the first thing I put out for sale was two thousand one. What was that? It's called the preamble with this group I had called Presidential in Uptown Washington DC. Hmm. Two thousand one we were selling the hard copies, put on a show and everything, man, so Damn, I said I know it sounds like a long time, but at the end of the day, <laughs> right, two thousand one. Yeah, yeah but everybody lies. Awesome. Everybody I mean, lie yeah. and be like, yeah, I just started. But if you look at a dude like Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt came out in nineteen ninety six. He really didn't get famous to maybe ninety eight, ninety nine, mm-hmm. with Hard Knock Life, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but he was out in eighty eight, opening up for Big Daddy Kane, and nobody fucking knew him. Hmm. Let's keep it a buck. He was going over to London with Jazz O and nobody knew him. He was wearing fucking Hawaiian shirts. When Tupac was going on him, guess what he said? Jay-Z, the nigga with the Hawaiian shirts? That's how, that's how, that's how Pac was like, this nigga? The nigga from Hawaiian Sophie fame? This nigga? This is the nigga who's talking shit? Now we see Jay as this iconic figure, but... At the end of the day, everybody has their beginnings. So, yeah, my beginnings was in 2001, man, with Presidential. Shout out to Presidential. A couple of them niggas still doing their motherfucking thing, man. Nice. You know Nice. So, so you're still in touch with them? Hell, yeah. We got a group chat now. They just... <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, but... This is your lyric. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, so, but, yeah, I don't know. We've been doing this a long time, uh... At the end of the day, that was my first thing, but Love Money Drugs was my, well, that was my, like, come to moment. From I was in Atlanta, so it would be. Oh, ATL. So what was that experience like? Because down south, okay, is so much different. Yeah, you from the south. Yes, North Carolina, Raleigh to be exact. My family from Fairmont. Okay. My family from Fairmont and um Fairmont, where's that? North Carolina oh, okay. and Whiteville. <laughs> Fairmont. Every time North Carolina is the only place you can meet twenty motherfuckers and they all from a different part of North Carolina. <laughs> no, but it's it's, it's never like the same hundred it's a hundred counties. Yeah, it's never the same place. There's a hundred counties it's in North never Carolina. Never the same place. You'd be like, where you from? I'm from such as you know, like dog, I've never heard of it. <laughs> right. North Carolina is like biggest California for some weird reason. <laughs> it's the weirdest shit ever. Oh, but my family man. from like my family actually is from um Fairmont's not far from Raleigh, actually, you know. Mm. And so that's where my family's from originally. Okay. You know, that's where the slaves, and, you know, that's mm-hmm. where our family, uh, Gurney Griffin. And, um, anyway, so that's where we from, and then we migrated up to New York and then back down to D.C. Okay. Like like most black families, they ended up here in this region. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, now nah, Atlanta, the South just in, as a whole, man, is just some different shit, and <laughs> I loved it. I loved it with all my heart. You know, Atlanta's like a second home to me. I was mm-hmm. there for some years, and I originally went down there just as a new start. I kept getting in a little trouble up here, you know, and I just said, fuck it, I'm going to go for broke, and the opportunity arose where uh, I was able to go down there. And it's really a long, crazy story. I was homeless the first day I got down there. Oh, shit. Yeah, but... <laughs> what the fuck? Dog, yeah. you was homeless? Yeah, no, I was homeless multiple times in Georgia. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, at one point I was living in a warehouse. But it was it was tight because it was like an art commune. Like, they work... 
artists were coming during the day uh-huh. and working this warehouse, but I was staying there. Like, I was living there, and that shit got crazy because I... They was like, look, the water bill crazy because I'm taking showers and some wash, man. <laughs> the electric bill was crazy because I got the... It was the coldest winter in Atlanta, and I had my space heater down there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it was right across the street from yeah. the strip club. <laughs> so this is where I've seen my first fake asses and that. So <laughs> I really, I, you know, it would seem like a sob story, but I was doing writing for artists. I was working with artists. I was a and and I was producing nice. at different points. At different points, I wasn't doing no music, and it was all trap shit. Is it with who? Uh, who what? Who was I traveling yeah. with? No, no, I don't want to. No, let's not talk about who you were traveling with. Let's talk about who you were working with. No, I work with I work with quite a few artists. Uh, <laughs> but I was doing a lot of A and R and promo work for Bad Boy South when they okay. was around. Okay. Yes, I remember yeah. them. So, you know, Gorilla Zone, and Boys and in the Hood, yeah, Boys in the Hood, do anything for profit. Yeah, so it was it was a beautiful. Uh, it was a beautiful opportunity for me, and um, I miss it, man. I miss Georgia as a whole, and um, but you know, yeah. I get down there again. So you were down there like during Fabo? Yeah, I was oh, down there for a the few snap. years. Yeah. Oh, the snap! I probably was down there from like two thousand what two thousand eight. Uh huh. Two thousand eight till two thousand twelve. 2011, 12, something mm. like that. Yeah. And then back home to DC. No, in between that, I moved to Miami. I lived in Miami for a little while. Ah. I love Miami. How was that? Oh, amazing. How? I mean, like, what? What does each? Do you get influence from yes. each city when it comes to yes. what? Yeah. Like, what yes. do you? So, what's your writing process like? What do you when it come when you're making an album? That's why I think I have so many stories in these projects because I have seen so many different lives and perspectives and environment. I mean, Miami, at one day, I, I mean, you wake up and it's 70 degrees outside. This is just from coming from the coldest winter in Atlanta. Right. That's coming from D.C. in this crazy weather. Right. So it's like, damn, now I'm living this Miami life and you know, it's, uh, you know, everybody's high off of every drug. <laughs> it's, the weather is great. And, uh, you know, Opelok, all the Haitians at it. Them guys don't give you no discounts or no bud. You know, you <laughs> you know, smokers know what I'm talking about. You say, look, bro, I done came to you twice a day for the three five. I can't get this last joke right. for the... And they, they like, no. Ain't no fucking... <laughs> Absolutely Only not. on holidays, nigga. Mm-hmm. You will pay full price. <laughs> full price. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they wanted like 60 every time for the KD. I was confused. <laughs> but, <laughs> but these the only people I knew who had uh, trees. So, guess what? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, so, my God. You know, I, I, I got to say, man, you know, Atlanta... And Miami both mm-hmm. were very influential. I mean, I think when people hear my music, they can't decipher what region I come from. And I think that's mainly because I've lived so many different places. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm a D.C. guy, heart into the core. You know, I got a song I say, D.C. raised me and P.G. raised me. And that's the truth. But... Very shortly thereafter, I spread my wings and I, I went all over the world. And I've been everywhere as far as Africa nice. to Mexico, the, the islands, and everywhere in between. And um, 
you know, I've been at the, you know, top of uh, mountains, man, and manifested some shit. And so when you hear this shit, I think a lot of people hear me and they think, who the fuck does he think he is? Mm. But it's really, this is who I am. Right. It's not a, it's not a facade. It's not an effort. Mm-hmm. It's not a persona I'm putting on. I'm really trying Everything to make... Everything is true that you're yeah. rapping about. Yeah, hell yeah. And I'm really trying to make some things come true. Not just for me, for for, for me and mine. Oh, yeah. Man, that's important to me. Yeah, so this new project. Mm-hmm. Crown. Crown. Crown, can't rely on weak niggas. <laughs> you damn sure can't. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. It's a fact. You damn sure can't. You cannot rely on weak niggas. You sound like you got some experience in that department. <laughs> well, I mean, just as a as a whole, like That's a fact. I don't want anyone anyone who is doubting themselves. Mm. I mean, I need someone to be real and true, like... Assertive. Yes, assertive, like... Mm -hmm. You can't rely on weak niggas, like... Because they don't know. It's a fact. How can I ask you to do something when you don't even know? It's a fact. And that's... Niggas all around, okay? Not just... We're not talking gender here. Yeah. Okay? It's a fact. <laughs> and that's real. Okay. And I, I, in my whole project, it really don't mm-hmm. so much address those things yeah. per se. Like I'm not calling people out, right? Well, to some no degree, rap beefs. To some degree, I am. You know, I got a song where I, <clears throat> I kind of call out people that you know by name almost that that left me kind of hanging when I was fighting a legal situation. Like you know, I got situations where, um, I talk about. Uh, disloyal behavior and mm-hmm. people switching up but overall can't rely on weak niggas ultimately just means you gotta rely on yourself true fuck pointing the blame to him him and her and uh and, and trying to figure out who you could be mad at today be mad at yourself that you ain't figured it out already <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> like be mad at yourself and figure it out make the adjustments mm-hmm. you know and go for what you know yeah and I think um, I think that's what overall the project is is, is kind of um, embodying. Like you know, we just we can't we can't sit around and wait around for nobody else to do nothing else for us. Not no more. Nah. And, we, and, we, and plenty of us are guilty of that, myself included. And I don't know about you, but you know we all yeah. guilty. A lot of people are guilty of that. Of course. I mean, it it happens. It yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. But that's when you you have that wake up mo <laughs> that wake up call. Mm. It's like no, I have to do this for myself. Yeah, I have to do this for myself. Like if it, it's not gonna get done if I don't do it. Yeah. So with this project, mm-hmm. since you can't rely on weak niggas, <laughs> and you're doing it yourself as an independent artist, yeah. um. When you came up with the uh, track list, like, what were you, like, were you anywhere? Were you in a new city at this point? Or, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, nah, I was, I I, I want to say I was here in D.C. You know, I, um, I brought it back from up top by then. And so I just was uh, listening to him. 
And I got I got a couple different little weird methods I use to figure out the track listing. But ultimately, the track list tells a story, man. Um, <coughs> excuse me. It tells a story from top to bottom. You know, the first song, Ride, which I just shot the video for the other day. It, Super good, by the way. You. Appreciate uh, it. It will definitely be on our Instagram page, you guys. Yeah, I appreciate that. Nah, I, uh, I, you know, that song was just me kind of looking uh, from the outside in. I was driving around the city, literally riding around the city. Uh, and so different parts I would pull over and I would write, you know, di- I would add to the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, different things I was thinking about in that area, or you know whatever whatever came to me, and so the the first real song, so that's the intro, that's mm-hmm. kind of a overlay of who I am and what you're going to get a feel of on the album. Uh, but then when you come to the first song, Kansas, uh, which I heard you, yes. was, yeah, Men's yes. Society, uh, jump, and it's Super good. that's the. There's there's a version that's not released of Kansas that's going to be on the album. Okay, bonus <laughs> tracks. Yeah, it was the album's full of secret tracks, secret songs, mm. bonuses, uh, things that weren't on the track list. And so, man, when I you know, so Kansas is like a, a older older guy kind of trying to talk some knowledge to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to speed up. So I guess at the end of the day, it goes from Kansas and throughout the project. It, ha- it hits different points, like more money, more power. And so now you kind of, you know, in Kansas, I'm kind of... Down. Yeah, I'm kind of no looking the old man. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But by more money, more power, I'm up. I'm getting money, I'm doing this and that. But now people I trusted are fucking me over. I'm mm-hmm. paranoid from the game. I'm this and that. What? <laughs> so you're taking us through a story. No, it's a story, yeah. So by the end of the project, you got songs like Reckless... Where I'm really having a conversation with God, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be man or female. The first verse I refer to God as a man. Second verse I refer to God as a female, and I'm kind of just saying, "Listen, I, I, you know, you was right. Right. You know, whatever you want me to do, I, I'm gonna do." Mm-hmm. And you got songs like "Dreams," that which is the last song, where I'm kind of just professing that you know I'm gonna divulge uh, and devote all my attention. And energy towards, you know, being a vessel mm-hmm. and, and, and doing this music shit. And not just music, but whatever I'm put here to do. And not, you know, spending that energy into some bullshit. You know, so that's what... The whole album really is a story. Uh, uh, more like a caterpillar tale. You know, butterfly effect. Huh. A butterfly. Mm-hmm. A social butterfly. <laughs> I don't know. I need to be again. <laughs> <laughs> I used Wanna to get out there. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I got fuck so, the clubs up again. <laughs> so, like, are you with, uh, performing anytime soon? Or, like, when is Crown dropping? When are, when are you coming out with it? We were supposed to... Uh, Crown going to drop top of May. Hey, top hey. of May. All right. Top of May. We just came out of mastering... It's got a couple of little tweaks, but the first thing I'm gonna do is drop a single on mm-hmm. uh, on all the streaming platforms. It's called Life Stories with my man uh, Young E Class. Young E Class, okay. Shout out my man E Class. He just came home from doing 13 years. 
Wow. For some bullshit. Uh, you know, but man, to see this get kid come home and hit this shit a, a thousand miles and running. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's really making a lot of headway. And uh, we got a song. You know, I was there. I was a little bit older than him when he got convicted. He was 15. Mm-hmm. We was in high school then. And it was bullshit. He never should have got the time. He never should have got that charge. Or what, you know what I mean? Yeah. But be that as it may, he stood tall. He stood strong. And he did what he had to do. And uh, we both been through our different situations in life. And so to come together now, look at God, man, and make a song together. Yeah. And <laughs> it was really amazing to do. And, um, and so that's the first show I'm going to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Life stories. And um, we're going to do a nice. video of that real soon. Yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. So when it's, do you, when it's time for your video, who is, I mean, do you get a team together? Do you have a team? Or, like, are you, like, strictly independent? Like, I do this by myself, literally crown, can't rely yeah. on weak niggas. Nah, I, uh, I got, I, you know, I put people together depending on the situation. Uh, I just did a jump with uh, my man Mo for tripping. Uh, we did it up on the Lincoln Memorial, and that was really, like, a guerrilla style Joe just walking through the city, and, and and so it's not as clean cut as maybe the video for Riot is. But I mm-hmm. I got different visions in my head that I want different people to execute, and so I I really kind of uh, I really kind of just you know assemble the teams, yeah, um, put it together how it needs to be put together, and, yeah, um, and go from there. And thankful for them guys, you know, be able to pull out the vision for me definitely each other helping each other which is also a good thing who is like who would you work with like what is one director one video director that you would work with oh i don't uh like given i would you know. do it like if i could anybody i would probably do a job with ava duvernay mm-hmm. i just seen what she did with jay-z with that family feud yeah like i think for artists like me People gonna have to see that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, people. I'm not in your face with what? a bunch of antics and my hair color ain't rainbow and I don't. Wear, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No face tattoos. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't do a bunch. Of, <laughs> I don't do a bunch of the extras. <laughs> yeah. And so sometimes, um, sometimes that's what you. That's what you end up getting. You know, a lack of interest. But I don't know if that's the case for me. But. I'm just saying, I just you gotta have some artistic integrity, and so yeah, I I would love to do a jump with somebody like a Spike Lee or Ava DuVernay, just somebody who really knows how to show, you know, this black story mm-hmm. on film. Uh, I would like to bring people in that's not rap directors, like a like a Scorsese or something like that. Hmm. I mean, if I got the budget, that would be interesting. Yeah, if you got the budget, fuck it. If you got the budget, why not? <laughs> if you got why, the budget, for real, it. why not? Ask <laughs> you know, Spielberg or <laughs> Ava DuVernay. I love Ava DuVernay. Yeah. So, did you see her? Uh, did you? Yeah. Did, yeah. You, no, uh, what time. was it? Yeah, wrinkling time. Oh, she amazing, man. She done the documentary she did and just everything she's doing. She yeah. said she didn't the pick up. The color on that joint was amazing. She was said like, she didn't ah. pick up a camera until she was like thirty three. Which means that it's never, it's never too, too late. late. Not, she was an ex wannabe rapper. <laughs> <laughs> if it don't work out for me, yeah. I mean, she was a wannabe rapper. <laughs> you know, so so God bless her, man. It's it's a beautiful thing when you find your calling in life. 
Definitely. Do you uh do you feel that music is your calling? I feel like music is my conduit. I feel like it's going to be the thing that leads to the things that I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like it's a way of expressing myself that will lead to opportunities that will allow me to express myself in other ways. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, I love music. It's yeah, I love music, but I don't know. You know, I um, you know, you 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 shoot your shot with these things, but you don't never really see. I don't. You don't never really see yourself like winning a Grammy or no yeah. shit like that. I mean, it's just far fetched. Just doing it because you love it. Just because you this love it. This is who you art. are. Yeah. It's not even if a love it thing. I can't lie. Like music is like it. Being a musician or writer, or whatever. It's just like being in love. Hmm. You know, um, it's not always joyful. It's not like because I love it. It's like okay, it's. What's meant to be, you know, is what you're drawn to. Mm-hmm. It's who I am. You know, music is who I am, one way or another. But this shit is painful sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. What's like one of the down points? I just told you I put out a CD in or- 2001, and it's 2018. Oh. <laughs> 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 However, it's never too late. It's never too late. Because, I mean, you're still doing your craft and you're still doing it. I mean, like, it's the fact. No, seriously. It's, it's the fact. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. Direct your videos, Floyd you know. Duvernay. Floyd DuVernay. There I it is. I do direct my videos. Boom. There it is. Video yeah. director. Like, I direct other people's videos, it's, too. It's, you know, it's what you're doing. It's just That's the real. fact that you're doing it. Whether okay. you're, you know... Famous or infamous for it. You know, it's just just the fact that it's actually happening. Like, money, like, did you go and shoot a video today? No, no, you didn't go and shoot a video today. You went to your job, didn't you? And then you went home, didn't you? And then you ate a bowl of cereal, didn't you? You know what I mean? But no, you, you got up and you went and shot a video. And that's what it's all about. Like, I, um,. I just want to inspire you, motherfuckers, That would man. be so good right now, by the way. What? A bowl of cereal. Yeah, it would be great. <laughs> okay, put back on track. I do want to inspire <laughs> motherfuckers, man, and um, inspire myself. Shit, people inspire me on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I love to return that favor. I love to do something that, that that's meaningful enough to affect change and affect culture and keep us moving forward, mm-hmm. keep us growing and being productive. That's my goal in life. If I don't achieve that, I'd be hurt. It's not about wealth and fame and celebrity. Mm. Not for me. I've been, you know, not for me. I know a lot of motherfuckers. I know what it's like to know a lot of motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a lot of people getting this shit wishing for some sort of acknowledgement, but I've been acknowledged. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no problem with that. It's not about that. It's about how can we be acknowledged? Yeah. And for years I've been on this shit. And people looked at me like I was the crazy, like, what the fuck? I'd be in the trap talking about this shit. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but now everybody's on this shit. Everybody's on this shit. The guys that was the ones, the, the shooters and the killers and the rob, they got families now. Right. They got kids, yeah. wives and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it's them. different. The mentalities is different. 
But these is the same motherfuckers. We gonna go hard for what we know, but at the end of the day, not saying I was a, any any of those things, but mm-hmm. we gonna go hard. Never for that, what, never that. Nah, we just. I'm just saying <laughs> it's beautiful to see people grow and mature mm-hmm. and become who we supposed to be. You know, Malcolm X was once Detroit Red. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta give ourselves a chance to grow. Mm-hmm. Look what you could become. What would Tupac have become? Wow. <laughs> the world will never know, unfortunately. Is he like your favorite rapper? Your favorite artist? Uh, man, you know, Pac gotta be. Because, I mean, you did say that, you know, he was one of your influences. You remember listening I think he made me him. love rap, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But Pac, Pac gotta be top 10 if not top five influential artists across the board, like <coughs> Picasso, <coughs> Da Vinci. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are artists. Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye is in that motherfucking list, man. <laughs> he is. Like, we can call it what we want to call it. But Kanye is fucking up there he's with a, Picasso, though. He's a talented dog. guy. Talented guy. You know, we just need him to reel it in. Uh, reel it in, Kanye. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's a bunch yeah. of great, you know, Langston Hughes. Yeah. So it's a lot of people that you look up to. See, so you're, uh, so what do you... I love uh, Langston Hughes. Yeah. Marvin Gaye. I love any of these people that came from here, D.C. D.C.? And just figured it out, man, and told the story. Because mm-hmm. to be from D.C., we really get the whole world right here. Like, you're not from here. No. You know what I'm saying? And plenty of people with us here not from here. Very we true. get the whole world here. Very true. It's almost like New York, but it's it's more of a different, it's a different type of thing. Yeah. You know, but Definitely. at the end of the day, D.C. just, we, we got the, it's really the sauce that the whole world stole. <laughs> So, what's what's next for you? What do you see in your future? Man, if I could lose some weight, I could be a model. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm just gonna go for it, man. You know, I um, uh, I uh, I'm working on a book. Hmm. Working on a book, and um, I in my heart, I want to do the screenplay, but um. I think first we need to do this documentary. On what? Well, I keep it to a Because people steal my shit every day. I'm going to show you something real quick while we talk about this. So I can show you people steal my shit. Well, just show me later and then we can... But at the end of the day, like, the documentary... Post it on the uh, page. No, no, it's okay. Or, yeah. We want to kind of just talk about the DC um, story. So Hmm. there's a lot that people don't know. Like I said, a lot of people stole a lot of shit from us. And that's fine. But we got to figure out a way to tell our story the same way they do, you know, Harlem or the Bronx or Compton or yeah. Watts or wherever. You know what I'm saying? They tell these stories. And we all love them. You know, how many movies about New York hoods are, you know, New York City. <laughs> right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all these fucking... <laughs> but fucking, now... Come on, man. But it's nothing about us. Yeah. And you we know everything that. about L.A., from from motherfucking shit, boys in the hood, men's society, baby boy, this, that, the third. Mm-hmm. But you want a DC movie? 
You can do it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Several DC movies because there's several stories to tell. You yeah. talking about a place that was the unfortunately, unfortunately, the mecca of the drug exchange. The murder capital of the world at some points. All the while, the fucking president is down the street. Meanwhile, the president and them is bringing the coke in the country. It's the fucking shit. This is a story. That, yeah. This is, is a story. story. Well. <coughs> but they don't talk about this shit. Because you often hear the stories of Washington, but not of D.C. You know, when they discuss this area, it's always Washington, but it's never D.C. Hmm. It's never D.C. Nobody ever tells it. But we got, you know, ATL, that movie, ATL. We can easily do that at Crystal Skating Ring. <laughs> and I'm going to tell that story. And so that's nice. just the goal. That's my goal with everything I do. Third Eye 360 LLC is my company. Nice. It's just to kind of just tell the DC story through uh, one way or another. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on Sparks and Pours and telling part of your story. Uh, it's last call, so you got anything that you want to say to the people? Drop an Instagram name where they can follow you, listen to your music. Mm. What's that stuff? What's that stuff? What's that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Floyd World. F-L-O-Y-D. <coughs> the coughing is not included, by the way. <laughs> nah, don't add that. <laughs> Floyd World. Uh, F-L-O-Y-D. W-O-R-L-D. Everywhere you can find me on Floyd World everywhere. I um, man, I really appreciate y'all having me up here. Of course, uh, thanks for coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm about to have, your friend. <laughs> I'm about to start another show. I'm about to start a show up, and I'm gonna have you up there. Hey, well, I mean, definitely, you know, I'll return the love, of course, always. Um, my last call. Uh, I have two. One, happy birthday to my brother. Love you, uh, Rayshon. His birthday is this week. Hmm. He's turning the big 2-7. So, happy birthday to you. Keep shining. Keep grinding. Always put God first. And second last call, follow us, Sparks and Pours. Uh, spelling B, spelling nothing special, just sparks and pours. And follow me, J A L I S A B A L D, Jaleesa Bald, because I am. That's Instagram names, all right? Uh, thank you so much, Floyd, for uh, being here. And you, thank you so much for listening. Uh, yeah, it's sparks and pours. Hmm. <laughs>